from my quiet and peaceful home in suburban St. Louis County, Missouri, don't call me the city. This is Michael's Insurance Daily, a daily insurance coverage and bad faith podcast put on by me, your host, Michael Young. Well, we're still talking about business interruption coverage. Hope you guys are still enjoying that. I, I don't know if that's going to go away anytime soon. Um, saw here over the last few days that lawsuits seeking coverage had been filed in federal court in Missouri. Well, then uh, we turn around and now there's a brand new lawsuit that's been filed in Missouri State Court seeking uh, business interruption coverage due to COVID-19. Um, I'm not going to call this a Missouri show me state update, uh, but because uh, I don't think it's this issue is that state specific. Uh, but there was an interesting allegation in this new state court lawsuit, and I'll go ahead and just uh, read it now. Uh, quote, when the plaintiff made a claim with the defendant insurance company for the benefits they paid for pursuant to the policy, defendant immediately denied the claim in full and provided a denial letter to plaintiff. The denial letter lists the coverage language from the business income coverage form section of the policy in part. The denial letter, however, then lists a, quote, microorganism exclusion, in quote, from an entirely different section of the policy, implying that it applies to the business income coverage form when, in fact, it does not. Defendant purposely listed a microorganism exclusion from a provision of the policy that was not applicable to the loss as a reason for the denial when the relevant provision specifically provided coverage for microorganism loss, In quote. Um, I'd like to say as an initial matter, I have no idea if there's any validity to this allegation at all. The uh, exhibits to this petition that were publicly available actually, actually couldn't access the exhibits or at least I couldn't. So I have no idea what the policy says, what the denial letter says. This is just, uh, just reading the uh, insurance allegation here. Uh, so just don't want to suggest one way or the other if it's true or not. But I, I do think that this kind of allegation, uh, you know, reminds us of, you know, the need to have good denial letters, good coverage letters, good reservation of rights letters. Again, I'm, I'm not saying that the letter here wasn't correct. I have no idea. But so many times, I think lately we've been focusing on the coverage issues, you know, do we have direct physical loss or damage? Um, is, is there civil authorities coverage? Is there a virus exclusion? Is there some other exclusion, et cetera, et cetera? And sometimes it's easy to forget that these are claims that need to have good denial letters that are accurate, understandable to the insurer who uses plain English and that clearly and accurately sets forth the policy language and the coverage denials. Um, you know, and it's it's tough because so many companies are just being inundated with these uh, claims by insureds for BI coverage, and and the companies I know are trying to handle them as, as efficiently and reasonably and promptly as they can, and sometimes um, you know you don't always send a perfect letter because no one is perfect, but uh, again, if the letter is not in good shape. In addition to the coverage dispute, in some jurisdictions, not necessarily, say, in Missouri on first-party claims, but in some jurisdictions, if we have a bad denial letter, a bad coverage letter, that can cause additional problems over and above the uh, actual coverage issue itself. So, you know, this lawsuit here in Missouri, just uh, another reminder to us of how important it is to have good denial and coverage letters um, I will put uh, a link, I tell you what, I'll put a link to my LinkedIn post 
that has this petition if you want to uh, read the lawsuit itself and uh, see what you think. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you liked what you heard today, I would love it if you were to subscribe and also share this uh, podcast with your friends and colleagues. If you want to learn more about me, Michael Young, just uh, go to my website, michaelyoungstl.com. That's michaelyoungstl.com. You can find my articles, blog posts, uh, links to my LinkedIn, Twitter, email, all that good stuff. As always, you have to remember that the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements. Have a great day.